to the city because I'm a city girl, but I'm also a town girl. You know, it's incredible when I look back at my life, everyone, and welcome back. You're welcome back to the Dr. Pat show. You know, it's interesting. I've had the, the blessing of having grown up in New York City, but having a stepmom from the what she would say is the backwoods of South Carolina. So I got a little bit of both that goes on in my life and lessons from each. And my guest right now knows a lot about lessons in life, but also a lot about how to help people find their true nature, truly be empowered. I'm talking about Bruce Schneider joining me here today. He's the founder and CEO of, of IPEC. He's a master certified coach, licensed psychotherapist, and pioneer in the fields of professional coaching and human potential. And he has been on hundreds of radio uh, programs. And his new book, Energy Leadership, Transforming Your Workplace and Your Life from the Core, is absolutely phenomenal. He's joining us here today because we're going to be talking about the five empowerment principles and looking at some of the myths that we believe in about work in the workplace. Bruce, wow, thank you so much. Our theme this year is get out of the gate in 2008. And how are you going about doing that? Yeah, well, I'm getting out of the gate in a rush. You know, we got a lot of things happening. And having a lot of fun, that's the most important thing, though. So no matter what you do, if you can have fun doing it, then you're, you're already winning, right? You know, I have to tell you, it is such an important part of my life right now. And, you know, there have been times, and not too long ago, where I, had, I stopped and I thought for a minute, should I be doing something else? Is there another direction to go? Uh, and, you know, especially with my background, you know, there are people that, you know, show up and they say, look, well, you know, we'd like to hire you for a quarter of a million dollars if you want to come in here and do this. And I truly had to decide for myself, man, I didn't like that work when I was doing it. Why would I go back and do it? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny to say that because recently we had a discussion at IPEC about all the amazing possibilities that keep coming to us, and, and we have to make some choices, and it really comes down to values. So what do we really love to do, knowing that, and it sounds like a cliche, but it's absolutely true, and it has been in my case, whatever we choose to do, we're going to have plenty of uh, business doing that because we love it, and so we'll attract more of the people we want to work with. They'll be very happy to invest in us and enroll with us, and we'll be very happy to share everything that we have with them. So when you look at many, many opportunities, I can't even imagine the time in my life that I didn't have more opportunities than this. It's sometimes tough for an entrepreneur to say, you know what, I can't do everything. Mm. And it's more important to say I don't need to because some of these things are wonderful in terms of financial gain, but really when it comes down to it, why am I here on this planet? What am I, what's my purpose? And so when I continually align myself with my purpose and do what I love, then I seem to make even a greater difference. And then the key is, which is kind of our topic for today, nothing I do feels like work. You know, I have to tell you, people would say to me, and I, actually I had a conversation with someone two days ago, and they said, you know, you need to slow down. You're going to just burn yourself out. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You know, how many more hours of radio can you do? And I kind of listened to that, Bruce, and for a minute, I almost bought it. And <laughs> I, I did. I was kind of like, oh, yeah, this must be true. And then all of a sudden I said, wait a minute. I am spending a lot of time on radio, but I got to tell you, work is not the word that I think of. Yeah, I don't think of it as work either. And I, I can give people right now who are listening just a real strong bit of advice. Go if ahead. you're working, you're working too hard. Because if you feel like you're working, then you're doing, not being. And life is effortless.
natural rhythm, a synchronistic rhythm with everything around you. Your energy matches what you what you truly desire, and things just happen for you, with you, although you are taking action. But it doesn't feel like you're working. And so if I ever, it's kind of a good gut check for me, if I ever feel like I'm working, then I find myself, then I can easily look and see myself doing something that I don't want to do and something that I have to do. Mm. You know, we talked about your five empowerment principles, and I wanted to see if we could share them, because our theme this year is get out of the gate in 2008. doesn't mean you haven't been out of the gate before that, but anybody that's been sitting and contemplating ideas, contemplating a vision, this is time for delivery, at least in my opinion. And I think I'm projecting because it's that for us as well. And so when, when I hear the words empowerment principles, I'm paying attention, because who doesn't want the tools so that that they can live the life they desire. Right. That's absolutely true. And it's, it's important to know that principles, whether they're your values or things that you pick up and adopt and say, yep, that's something I want to live by, it doesn't do a thing unless you put them into practice. So I'll share these five. Actually, there's five of 33 that are in our coach training program, and I'll share them. But I can tell you right now, that while people may agree with them conceptually, mm. there's a huge difference between thinking them and living them as truth. So I, I challenge people, actually, that are, that are listening to the show right now to ask yourself a question. Forget about how new or different they may seem or familiar, but instead ask yourself a simple question. If this was absolutely true, how would my life be different? And if you ask yourself that question, then you'll know how ready you are to walk the talk. And then if you said, well, yeah, my life would be like this, then seriously consider living the principle as truth, not just think about it. For example, I'll give you, I'll give you one of them right now. There are no mistakes. I know you say it, Pat. I mean, yeah. How many people do you know say it? Yeah. How many people actually believe it? Uh, there's like a fundamental difference between the number that say it and the number that believe it. And I'm one of these people because I had to learn about that. Right. Yeah. And when we do a training and I ask people, how many people believe they've made no mistakes? Uh, and that there really are no mistakes. They all, they all raise their hand. I say, keep your hand up only if you feel like you've never made one. <laughs> they all, all the hands go down. So how do you believe something conceptually but not integrate it into your system? Well, that's simple. Everybody has an ideal of life, but they don't live their ideals. They live a good enough life. And for me, and I know for you, good enough is not good enough. So what would it mean to you if you really believed that there were no mistakes, that everything that you learned in your life leads you up to the decisions you make today? When you make those decisions, they're the best decisions you can make in any given situation based on everything you know. So how can you make a mistake if, that's, if all you're doing is the best you can. And I remember an author, I'm not going to mention his name, that wrote a principle, a very powerful principle, and it said, always do your best. I absolutely disagree with that because I say no matter what, we always do our best. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. our best may not be very good today, mm -hmm. but that's still our best. And what I'm really talking about is energy, and that's what energy leadership is about, of course. Think about it. If you're in the past worrying about what went wrong, and people are either there or worried about what's going to happen in the future, then you're not present. If you're not present, then your energy is dissipated. Some of the past, some of the future, it's certainly not here. 
And so when you try to engage in anything that you do, you're doing it with half at best, maybe even a fraction of that, of your energy. So how can you be successful if you're not giving it your all? So part of these principles, especially this one, is to say, okay, if this was true, that was a question I asked before, how willing are you to say, if this was true, what would it mean to me? If you could ask that question and say, all right, if this was true, forget about the proof, and I can prove it to you. I can. We do that in our coaching system. I can actually have you go through an exercise that will prove this to you. Forget about that. You don't need that proof. Instead, just simply say, okay, this is true. But now that it is, what does that mean to me? And so instead of beating yourself up over all the things that you feel didn't work, all the things that you feel are mistakes, living with the guilt and all that negative energy, just say, okay, there are no mistakes, so now what? What do I do with those experiences? Mm. How do I build from here? And what I usually say is, where do we grow from here? Mm-hmm. And you can't do that if you're stuck in the past. You know, that is probably, Bruce, one of the most powerful ways I have heard uh, this idea about living in the world of mistakes described. I mean, for me, it was it's crystal clear that we are at choice points every every moment of our lives, even in looking at the radio. I mean, you know, Benny and I sit here and we do shows hours and hours and hours a day. And I'm so struck by what you said, because if we were to always reflect back on either a button that didn't get pushed exactly right or something that I should have said that I didn't say, I don't know how how I would ever do the radio show in the present moment. Right. Exactly right. And yet that's how many people live. Mm. Not many people. That's how most people live. Mm. Always looking back at what happened or worried about what's going to happen and Mm. so they're missing out on life when do they actually become present and they don't Mm. and so that's why so many people are at the effect of life what we call in energy leadership level one victim energy victim to circumstances victim to ideas that don't work for them victim to the past victim to who they thought they were which leads to the next principle and that is each moment describes who you are and gives you the opportunity to decide if that's who you want to be. Let me say that one again. Each moment describes who you are, gives you the opportunity to decide if that's who you want to be. Mm. So in other words, each moment you're a printout of everything that's happened to this point. Because you're that printout, you can look and say, how does this resonate with the real me, Mm. the true me? And then at that point, Because the past does not determine the future, even though most people believe it does. You can say, well, this is who I was up until today. Now, this is the description. Everything I say, everything I do, that's the description of who I am. How does that really resonate with who I believe I can be? And if it's not in connection, if it's not aligned, decide who you want to be and be that, more of who you truly are. Sounds simple. No, no, it's not. And, Bruce, let's take a short break when we come back. Boy, you've given everybody here a lot to think about. We'll take a short break when we come back. I'm here with Bruce Snyder, and I want to mention to everyone that check out the website, ipeccoaching.com, ipeccoaching.com. We'll be right back. We've got lots more.
Picture yourself standing in the ancient stone circle of Stonehenge or gazing in awe at Egypt's Great Pyramid and Sphinx. Visualize participating in shamanic ceremonies at Machu Picchu or receiving a timely message from the Oracle of Delphi. Rejuvenate your path of personal growth and renew your spirit by traveling to the world's sacred sites with Body, Mind, Spirit Journeys and other like-minded travelers. Visit BodyMindSpiritJourneys.com or call 800-231-9811. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. Are you ready to blaze the trail with your product or service, but you're unsure how to bring it to the marketplace without compromising your integrity? Andrea Adler, founder of Holistic PR and known as the High Priestess of Spiritual Marketing, takes you on a journey that will transform everything you think about marketing. Call 505-983-7777 or visit holisticpr.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-P-R.com. Enjoy an evening with Alan Cohen in Seattle on February 6th for his talk titled, How Good Can It Get? Life is a Magnificent Giver. Are you open and ready to receive? Join award-winning author and speaker Alan Cohen for an entertaining, illuminating, and uplifting evening that will stretch you beyond perceived limits. Alan will show you how to put the principles of abundant living into action in your life. You will be touched and amazed to remember your true worth. Learn how to make significant life choices in harmony with your intentions and reconnect with your passion for love, life, and success. Don't miss this second event in the Five Evenings with Extraordinary People series. Visit the drpatshow.com for ticket information. How good can it get? Join Alan Cohen on February 6th at 7 p.m. in Seattle at Benaroya Hall. Visit the drpatshow.com for more information. The Fair Trade Certified logo on a label offers consumers a simple way to know that the product was produced in a responsible manner. It's your guarantee that there was a fair and responsible exchange of labor for a fair wage. Buying only fairly traded products is a socially responsible, enlightened message you send saying you vote for a win-win for everyone on this planet. This message has been brought to you by Dean's Beans. For more information, visit deansbeans.com. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And Bruce Snyder is joining me here today. For those of you that have expressed an interest in becoming a coach or finding out more about that, Bruce is, the. I got to tell you, he is a leader in the field. But more importantly, if you go to the website, there is a ton of information here to get you out of the gate in 2008. And as I said before, that website is IPEC coaching.com and i'm going to spell it because sometimes you know like i slur my words or whatever i-p-e-c coaching dot 
com. Check it out. There's lots of information there about how to become a coach, what it means, about the training, about accreditation. Uh, and I also think there's a special, you know, ICF accreditation uh, discount there. I'm looking at it on the homepage. Bruce, again, thank you for joining us here today. I'd love to finish the remainder of the empowerment principles and then hit some of the myths. Okay, let's do that. And I think that'll lead in very nicely. So the third one that I have today is life author offers neither problems nor challenges, only opportunities. So if, uh, again, from the, your frame of and this is going to be particularly important to people at work, if you see challenges, if you see problems, then you're going to be the challenge and you're going to be the problem. When you're able to shift and see only opportunities, that's when you're going to start to take control back of your experience. That's you'll enjoy it more. Um, the next one is we're a product of our belief system. And simply, all that says is that everything that we believe today is created by the past. And everything that we do today is from the past. We don't choose consciously. We have what I call the illusion of choice. We think we're conscious in the moment, but it's actually the past that's choosing for us. And so when we know that, then at least we can say, okay, instead of reacting to the way things go, especially at work, we can stop, we can examine our emotions, learn from them, and then choose to act instead of react. So respond instead of react. And the final one, which is most important, the world is a perceptual illusion. And this is absolutely proven from quantum physics, how each one of us sees a different world, and the fact that our interaction with that world changes the world because we're all a part of it. Nothing can be measured. Nothing is as real as it seems. And nothing has any meaning until you define it. And you define it through your interpretations. And that's why so many people have challenges in relationships, have challenges in their families, have challenges in business, and have challenges at work. It's all because of their interpretations, the way they see the world is based on all the previous four principles that I've shared, and that may that way may not be working for them. You know, Bruce, uh, this is really about uh, the t this time, uh, and it's really such an important time in our history in a lot of ways. You know, it really is. I mean, we're hearing so much about empowerment. We're hearing so much about change. And I, I wanted to ask you this question because, you know, this is about the myths that we create for ourselves. Um, you know, Bruce, I, I want to ask you, uh, how how difficult is it for individuals to change? I know we've been brought up with the idea that change has to be hard and it has to take forever. What do you say about that? I say that you started out by saying something about myths. Yeah. That's a good one right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I ask people sometimes that I train, I say, so you've been living with this for 40, 50 years. How long is it going to take for you to change it? And their answers are usually, oh, probably some time, Right. Right. Okay, well, if that's what you believe, guess what? And so, it, you know, sometimes it just takes a little smack in the head or a little kick in the butt to just kind of wake up to reality. If you're not aware of something and someone teaches you, then at that moment you have a new level of awareness. That may be enough to change your entire life. However, however because we are a product of our past, a product of our belief system, We've been holding on to so many things that we believe are true for so long, but they're not the truth. And there's a huge difference between truth and true. 
and everybody believes they're true is truth. And so, really, it takes an open mind. Then it takes awareness. And then it takes a strategy. And usually it takes someone who's not in your box with you to help you create a new belief system, new habits, new actions that will work for you. You know, Bruce, as we look at our theme, Get Out of the Gate in 2008, I wanted to ask you to give us some pointers, some things that we can shift now so that getting out of the gate in 2008 not only is easy, but it's energizing, it's vitalistic, it feeds our soul. Mm. Okay. Well, I think it's important for people to remember what their values are, if yeah. they even know what values are to begin with. Yeah, that's... that's... So values are things that are really important to us. Mm -hmm. and there are two types of values. There are love-based values. These are things that we choose, that we want, that we embrace, that are really important to us. And then there are the fear-based values. These are things that we do to avoid situations. So it can be really valuable not to be poor. That's not the same as someone who has a value to live abundance. So first, understand what are your values? What are your drivers? What's really important to you? Make a list of your values. Circle the top three to five. And then every decision that you make for the next couple weeks, before you make it, match it against those values and say, how much of this is a want to? How much of this is through avoidance or fear? And how much of this aligns with my top values? If you really want to take it to the next step, prioritize them. Put your number one value in life, then your number two, then your number three. And when you make decisions going forward, out of the gate, take a quick look over your shoulder and say, where am I coming from? What are my values? And let those make the decisions for you so you're not measuring your actions. You're measuring your values. It's a lot easier to decide from values than it is between two things that are out there, two choices that are out there. So have your values drive you, and that will be a great start to having you be more conscious in 2008. And, you know, Bruce, you get to talk to a lot of people, especially about things that are going on in the workplace. And there are many people that I know that we have as listeners and, and folks that will listen to this show on, in the archives, especially our friends in Australia. And I wanted to ask you, as we look at our lives and we look at finding that, that stuff that isn't work, what advice can you give to people to help them create a positive change? To create a positive change at work, the first thing that I want to tell you is that you can. <laughs> because that's one of the challenges, one of the myths, is that you really, at the effect of what goes on, you can't make a difference. You have choice. And the grass is always greener is a myth at work. People think, you know what, I'm not really happy here which is why so many people are disengaged from what they do. And so many people would quit their jobs tomorrow if a better opportunity came by. And the truth is there really aren't better opportunities because you're still you. So instead of looking at the grass is always greener and being disengaged, one of the ways you can affect positive change at work is to remember that if you left and you haven't changed you, you're going to run into the same exact things. People are people, but you always have a choice. So you have a choice how to respond when, say, your boss is having a bad day and he takes it out on you. You have a choice how to respond if you're a salesperson and you don't make a sale. You could feel rejection. You could learn from it. You could see it as an opportunity to improve. 
your perspective, your interpretation, what I meant before, the world is a perceptual illusion. Something happens. You decide what it means. You decide what you're going to do about it. So the first thing I'll tell your, your listeners is take your life in your hands. It's time to be the cause, not the effect of what happens to you. And the way to be the cause is to remember that you always have choice. Things are going to happen, but it's your choice to define what those things are and more importantly, define what they mean to you so how you're going to respond. And instead of just being an automatic you know, uh, robot where something happens, somebody pushes your buttons, and immediately you, you react and you go home, you said I had a bad day, why? Because this is going on and that's going on. Be present at work. Forget about your, your, your so-called other life and realize this is your life too. Be there. And then when someone does something that upsets you, instead of taking it personal, mm-hmm. instead of trying to fight back, instead of reacting, instead mm-hmm. of crawling up in a ball, which any one of the reactions are based on this, the uh, seven levels of energy, depending on where you are, just stop. Wow. When you listen to your emotions, you say, what am I feeling right now? Wow. What is my interpretation of what just happened now? What's another way to think about that? Wow, Bruce, thank you so much. What a great show. Bruce Snyder, my guest today. Go to ipeccoaching.com and we'll see you back here tomorrow, everyone. Make it happen.